Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thanks so much for joining us. Coming up here in just a moment, the Chancellor of the North Dakota University System, Mark Hagerot, is going to join us. We're going to be talking about what higher ed looks like, really from a budget perspective right now. Also, what does he see for higher ed this fall and beyond as we get on the other side of this COVID situation? We start tonight, though, with this. Should NDSU and or UND give you your money back that they're getting from the CARES Act? Again, that would be your tax money. That's the subject of tonight's point of view. There's been a lot of conversation the past couple of days about Harvard University getting money from the CARES Act, that bill that recently passed through Congress. Um, President Trump, as you can see right here, wanted Harvard to give that money back because, in case you didn't know this, Harvard's got a $40 billion, with a B, a $40 billion endowment fund. So today, Harvard and Stanford, some other universities, did return your tax dollars back to you that they got from the CARES Act. So they can give that to students that are more in need, if you will, rather than these schools with these huge endowments. So I bring all this up because I hope by now you're asking yourself, hey, did North Dakota universities get any money from this CARES Act, any federal funding? If so, how much did they get? How are they going to use your tax dollars if they got it from the CARES Act? And is there any possibility that maybe they should return that money because of the size of their endowment fund. So here are the things we love called facts. North Dakota universities and colleges, they received more than $11 million from the second round. This is the second round, so they got some in the first round as well from the CARES Act. Um, and then also, this is important, we wanna take a closer look here, if we can, just to be more specific on how much money NDSU and UND got. So if you can take a look here, you find out that NDSU got a little bit more than I believe it was $3 million. So NDSU just found out they're going to be getting another $3 million of your tax money. UND is going to be getting another $2.7 million of your tax money. I think some of you might be saying, okay, you know what? That sounds like a lot of money right there. But also, you know, some of you aren't getting your, your unemployment money. Some of you, like me, haven't gotten our Trump bucks yet. So let's look at the endowments for NDSU and UND. I tweeted this out earlier today, and you can see here that as of 12-31-2018, NDSU had over $200 million in their endowment. So, you know, nice chunk of change. It's not $40 billion, but a nice chunk of change. Uh, UND in 2019, they had over $248 million in their endowment as well. So my question for you is, hey, seeing that, do you think UND or NDSU should be giving you back your taxpayer dollars? When you see those kind of numbers, considering, again, there's a lot of working families out there right now that are struggling just to put food on the table. Here's my point of view. I think you could make an argument both ways, and here's why I say that. A couple days ago, NPR had an article titled, Can Colleges Survive the Coronavirus? The math is not pretty. Of course, state and local budgets, they're going to be taking a major haircut as well as we continue to lock down our economy because of this COVID-19 situation. Then yesterday, uh, an article or a website called Inside Higher Ed, they had an article titled, Can Public College Systems Stave Off Closures? Listen to this. The state of Vermont was actually looking at completely closing, closing some of their state colleges and universities in their system. So it makes you maybe possibly wonder, could we possibly close down a university here in North Dakota? We've got 11 state-run state, state run, uh, university systems within the system, if you will. Mayville State, for example, has been considered at times to talk about, hey, should we close down Mayville State? Um, and I only say this because the university system as of late has been taking some haircuts in their budgets. I can show you this from the North Dakota Legislative Council, and you can see 
what's been happening as of late. Now, yeah, maybe their budgets were a little bit inflated before, but the most recent numbers show that their actual uh, government funding from the general fund has been going down over the past few bienniums while their tuition revenue has been going up. I think what else is interesting to take a look at here on this next graphic, if we can, is the fact that as the government funding has been going down, so has the enrollment. Now, keep in mind, they've really only, I mean, two major revenue sources, if you will, for colleges is obviously going to be tuition and government funding. If both those things are going down, what does that mean for the budgets coming up? You look at where oil's at right now. Oil is a big producer for our general fund budget. So could cause for some interesting conversations in this upcoming legislative session um, that's coming up maybe sooner than we think. So joining us now on the 702 communications line, we've got the North Dakota University System Chancellor, Dr. Mark Hagerot. Dr. Hagerot, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. We appreciate your time and your insight on, the, on this very important conversation. I want to start here with you because there's been such this conversation around Harvard. I just mentioned some of the numbers that the North Dakota universities are getting from the CARES Act. I know those endowment numbers are not Harvard numbers, but when you see the struggles that some North Dakota families are having, have you considered or thought about saying, hey guys, maybe we should take this federal money and give it back to the families? Well, um, Chris, thank you again for having me on the show because uh, it is important that people understand what the university systems are doing. Um, but let me first say the university system belongs to the people of North Dakota. Uh, and um, the university system immediately is lending a hand. Uh, NDSU, a Fargo Dome, is a Tier 3 field hospital if this really gets bad. An Ivy League school that has a massive endowment, when they were asked could they house police and firemen, turned them down because they were private institutions. So I just want the listeners to know first that NDSU, UND, the other campuses, are the property of the people of North Dakota, and in fact, have been identified as field hospitals for the people of North Dakota, Dickinson, Bismarck, Lake Region, Fargo, uh, NDSU, UND, um, Minot, and Williston were all immediately offered up, uh, as well as their nursing faculties, their doctor faculties. Dr. Carson, NDSU, is advising the governor, uh, as is Josh Wynn. Um, our nurses are involved in contact tracing. So I just want to be sure up front that they know this asset they have is actually immediately uh, supporting uh, the people of North Dakota. And again, fingers crossed um, that so far under leadership of our governor, Ms. Tufte, General Dorman, others, we are escaping perhaps the worst of this. But it, some of the models were pretty bleak. So I just want to be sure you have that up front. Um, but um, the second thing I would say um, is so that uh, let me let me ask you this, doctor, well, is, is that you've go got this, this money coming in. It's roughly 11 million dollars. I think people can appreciate what you said. Hey, the university system is owned by the people of North Dakota. So how would you say if you were going to sit down with um, Dr. Bur I mean, President Bershani or whatnot and say, hey, here's how I think we can use this 11 million dollars to have the biggest impact for the people of North Dakota. What would you suggest and how we use this money? Well, uh, the first point I would make. Um, is that um, half of the CARES money went directly to the students, um, yet all the classes migrated online. So the students also were given, across the system, um, significant room and board refunds for their partial losses. At the same time, the universities are keeping many dorms and cafeterias open because a lot of students can't get back overseas, they can't get home. So 
Um, right now, we're looking at a $20 million loss across the system, and we only got nine, roughly 9 to $10 million. So I just want to be sure you understand that by sustaining the students we have there, giving refunds, that, in fact, the people's university system has actually lost uh, net revenue. The second point I'd make is it isn't state tax dollars. It's federal dollars, and there is no mechanism. If we would give it back to the federal government, it would just go to another state and their universities. It, it wouldn't be able to come back in through, um, you know, unemployment insurance right. or other things. So it's kind of one of those things where President Trump, and, you know, he's, he's pretty tough on higher ed. President Trump said, yeah, help the universities. And uh, and so we are appreciative of the support that the president has given us on this. Um, Dr. Hagrid, I got to ask you this because you, you are in a very interesting situation. I'm sure you've been watching the oil prices. You know where the egg prices are. And you start looking out into 2021 with this upcoming legislative session. Um, and I don't want to put thoughts in your head, but but right now, as you look out over the horizon, what what keeps you up at night about higher education in North Dakota? Well, I think that. Um, a theme that we've been saying, and uh, Senator Holmberg has said this, and and uh, Representative Nathy, um, former Governor Schaefer when he was the president of UND, um, as well as the current president, is that higher ed is the way we diversify our economy. This is what's happened across the entire country. When companies, when, when states diversify away from their land and their mineral wealth, it is through higher education, research, and development. So what keeps me awake at night is our universities getting um, – further behind in the race for new knowledge and research. And we are totally mindful of the, of the difficulties of the budget. I've had calls with, with, with legislative leadership. I'm meeting with the governor next week. Um, so we're mindful the taxpayers um, need us to be good stewards of the money, but it is a good investment for the long haul, though I know we're all focused right now on the immediacy yeah. of the price of oil. Dr. Hagrad, i got a couple questions left for you, sir. One that came in on Facebook, I, I haven't heard any of this, so maybe you can help clarify for us, but Jared Schwann says, how many uh, employees in the North Dakota University system have been furloughed since March 1st? Well, um, we are furloughing. Um, we leave it to the campuses to decide the best path forward because, surprisingly, some campuses are expecting a perhaps increased enrollment. Um, there's been several uh, articles and a conference I was on yesterday. Students may shy away from the mega cities and want to go to more rural places. So some campuses uh -huh. are thinking they're going to be fine. Others, like UND, is going to begin to furlough. Uh, I don't have the numbers yet. Lake Region is uh, furloughing. Um, don't have the numbers yet. So some colleges are beginning to furlough. Others think they may they may actually be in pretty good shape. So we're watching this closely, but it varies that, by campus. That's a fascinating point where you said, hey, you might see more people now looking for rural areas, which obviously bodes well for us. Last question, sir, as you look out into the fall, we, uh, we've been playing a bunch of, which I know you can't see, but video here of the Bison-UND football game, sort of two and one, one do you think students will be back in the classroom by fall? And two, uh, what's your guesstimation on will we start our football season on time here in North Dakota? Well, um, sports are so important to young people. Uh, I mean, I wish I had a 19-year-old, you know, lower back. Um, and so we need to we need to prioritize the sports, the athletics. I just had a call with one of the presidents of a smaller college, and the students are already saying, "I want to come back." And I think it could be one of our advantages. You know, if NYU. Uh, can't be in session, but we certainly can. Maybe we'll have more students who say, hey, come here for a year, try us out, then transfer back you know, to the big cities if you want. So I'm staying optimistic, but I am totally mindful of, of the sacrifices of the people in North Dakota. Uh, you know, I look out and I see teenagers on doorsteps. I see dads at home. 
um, who should be out working. The moms are at home, should be working. So we are mindful of the sacrifices, and we're helping whenever asked uh, by the governor. So we are standing by a friend uh, that you all have been to us. Dr. Hagerow, we appreciate the time. I know you got a tough gig right now with where prices are at and with budget. So uh, we look forward to staying in touch, okay? Look forward to it. Thank you very much. Dr. Mark Hagerant, the uh, chancellor of the North Dakota University System. So thank you for his time and insight there. And also want to remind you and invite you to be part of our, just go to our website. It's povnow.tv. Again, povnow.tv. We've got this great new tool that if you want to share your point of view with us, let's bring this up, Zach. Share your point of view with us. Uh, it's very easy to do. You can upload media there. Uh, pictures, videos. For example, if you want to have a question for the chance you want us to play via video tonight, we could have done that. So just go to povnow.tv. Again, povnow.tv. You will see it there. And stick around. When we come back, we've got some breaking good news for you. Thanks to the Helping Hearts. I'll tell you all about that right after this. Please share your point of view with us on Higher Edge at NDSU and UND. Somehow figure out a way to put more of that money they're getting of our tax dollars back into your pockets. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.